Hello and welcome to the Scott Sports Cast. This is your host, Alexei Scott. Hope you guys are all doing well today. Today we're bringing you an episode of Stepping to the Squared Circle. Um, unfortunately, due to some technical difficulties, the recording of the watch along didn't go well, so have no fear. I'm here to do a breakdown of uh, the recaps of the winners for you guys here today, so don't you worry about that. Like I said, hope you guys are all doing good, staying safe out there, crazy times we're living in. Our first match that we had was Apollo Crews versus uh, MVP. I really wanted MVP to win this match because I just, I'm tired of Apollo. He's he's not that entertaining. He's He's just a buff dude. <laughs> you know, I, I don't see the skill and the hype around him. But he ended up retaining his belt. So we'll see if someone else from the Hurt Business can do something to kind of take that belt away from Cruz. Well, after that match, we had the first WWE Women's Title defense. And this one was the SmackDown Women's Title uh, Bailey versus Asuka. Now she went into that match looking fresh. Bailey, you know, doing her normal Bailey things. But then towards the end of the match, Sasha Banks got on the apron to block Asuka bouncing off the rope and ended up stealing all of her momentum, stuck out there on the apron and. Bailey got a nice little quick roll up and defended her belt. So Bailey was the first person, uh, first woman to defend her belt tonight. So let's see. Our next match went to and Seth Rollins in a street fight. I mean, not the greatest match for wrestling per se, but the drama was good. Uh, <laughs> you had uh, Rey Mysterio and his wife there looking on after their son getting beat down by Seth Rollins. I mean, he pulled out the kendo stick again and went back to work. It was beautiful. Um, Dominique tried to hang in there. He just really couldn't. He he had some surges. Rey Mysterio was there at ringside. And uh, the Monday Night Messiah had his little disciple protege right there with him. Um, and at one point, they pulled out handcuffs, and they ended up handcuffing Rey Mysterio to the uh, to the ropes. Well, he, he had to watch his son get beat up. And then Seth Rollins finally ended the match shortly after that. So it, other than that, it was, it was an entertaining drama-filled match, but... It's just with a new up-and-coming wrestler like uh, Mysterio, he, you could see he was still pretty green. He didn't have a very large moveset. But the intensity and the drama and the, and the theatrics were all pretty good in that match. Uh, our next match came with the Street Profits taking on Andretti and Angel Garza. Uh, this match actually wasn't really that long, wasn't really that entertaining. Um, Street Profits went out there nice and athletic as usual. And then 
the uh, Andretti and Garza's manager ended up getting up on the apron, causing a distraction, and it allowed the Street Profits to get the advantage and get the win. Uh, not, not that great, not that entertaining, but uh, it was nice to see that the tag Raw Tag Champions were able to defend their belts. I didn't want Andretti and Garcia to have them. Is Sonny Deville versus Mandy Moore in the No DQ I uh, Loser Leaves the WWE match? Now, after everything that went on with Sonya Deville the past couple weeks, uh, that attempted kidnap, someone broke into her house, and you could tell she was going to lose this match because she probably needed the time off to, uh, you know, get her sanity back. Which is very understandable. Mandy came out and pretty much put a whooping on her. Uh, they brought out tables at one point. <laughs> at one point, Mandy was trying to set up a table on the outside and she couldn't. She uh, she couldn't lift the table and flip it. So she scooted it to the ring and then pulled it back out and tried to flip it again. So she finally got it. But by then, Sonya picked up a chair and cracked her over the head with it one time. Uh, that match went pretty good. Sonya had a lot of good kind of grappling submission-like attempts, which is more of her style. She had kind of similar to Asuka. But um, it was a pretty good match. It was an entertaining match. I even thought they were going to put each other through the announcer table at one point I was rooting for it all night and at the end of that match Mandy did win so got her with the roll-up so it looks like that's the end of the career for for Sonia Davila our next match comes in the way of the second WWE women's title you had Sasha Banks versus Asuka somehow she got two title shots in the same night on the same pay-per-view. Was nobody else available? They, <laughs> they couldn't find one other person to go out there? Well, that was a pretty good match, I have to admit. Probably one of my favorite matches of the night. Sasha was really taking it to her. Asuka was coming on strong for a good por- portion of it. Trying a lot of knee locks and arm bars and cross face, uh, rear naked chokes. And uh, she had a few. At one point, she had a rear naked choke, and Sasha reversed it straight into the crippler cross face. And uh, that thing was beautiful. Um, there was one particular move during that, during that match where Asuka was on the apron. And Sasha Banks comes and hits her with, like, a Canadian destroyer-like move. Just a sunset flip off of the apron straight onto the to the ground. And I don't know, but women in wrestling usually had to be very limited. You didn't get to see them try to do too many crazy acrobatic stunts. And I'm so glad that that's done because that was probably one of the coolest things I've seen all night. But at the end of it, Bailey was trying to uh, check on her friend, Sasha, who was getting beat up. 
and caused a distraction and it cost Sasha Banks her title. We have a new WWE Women's Raw Champion, Asuka, via roll-up. Oh, and Sasha was stunned and looked at Bailey in disgust and left there about 15 pounds lighter and a lot less gold. So you figured she was Asuka was going to win one of the matches regardless. So that was the one. I was hoping she'd beat Bailey because I like Sasha Banks as a champion a lot better than Bailey as a champion. But I don't know if they're getting ready to have somebody compete with them for the women tag titles because I don't know who's really going to compete with them for that. And yeah, so I'm kind of sad Sasha lost her belt, but it's time for a new run with the up and comer. And we get into our next match. We had the Viper Randy Orton. That's right. The legend killer himself. The Viper. He took on Drew McIntyre for the WWE United or Universal Championship. So, pretty good match. I have to admit. Randy Orton brought it. Drew brought it. And at the end of the day... The champion was able to reign supreme. They both went for their finishers at the end after beating the heck out of each other for about 10 minutes, 20 minutes. And, uh, you know, they they about did it all. Then uh, Drew went for the, the Claymore, missed. Orton went for the RKO, missed, and got hit with the backslide for the one, two, three. So Drew McIntyre defends his WWE championship, and Orton just looks done. He was beside himself, just sick to his stomach because he had it in his grasp, and he, he got caught with a backslide. Oh, well, I, uh, my co-host, Kimberly Scott, a huge Randy Orton fan ever since he debuted. So that was, she wore a Randy Orton shirt, and <laughs> sure enough, didn't help. But Drew McIntyre retains his title as the WWE Champion. And our last match comes in the way of the main event. The Universal Champion, Braun Strowman. This match was pretty good. It was a no-holds-barn pretty much match where they were just no false count anywhere. Uh, at one point, you had uh, Bray Wyatt pick up some toolbox that I feel like he stole off a construction site. <laughs> well, he picked it up and uh, started beating Strowman with it. Then they made it all the way up the stairs, slamming each other into the Jumbotron walls and took each other into the back room, slammed each other into some more walls. <laughs> and then just crawled their way back to the ring where Strowman decides to get a bright idea. He's going to take a razor blade out of that toolbox and start cutting up the canvas of that. And so he starts pulling out the foam and the plywood and just kind of dismantling this ring. And then at the same time, he didn't even know it, but Bray Wyatt stood up right behind him like Undertaker Jr. And hit him with the Sister Abigail. Picked him right back up and hit him with a second Sister Abigail and just <laughs> and got the one, two, three. New WWE champion, the Universal Champion, Bray the Fiend Wyatt. Amazing. He came out looking like Ragdoll from The Flash. <laughs> but 
So it looks like it's it's uh, Wyatt's turn with the belt again. He gets the uh, title run. So we'll see where that goes, which I think we have a pretty good idea because right after the match ended, Roman Reigns ran into the ring and speared, uh, speared the Fiend, started beating him up. Then he went outside the ring, and then he spe- <laughs> speared Strowman, started beating him up, went back into the ring, and speared Bray Wyatt again. And then picked up the belt and held it up with a shirt that says, <laughs> kick ass and then leave. So, but that is your recap. I want to thank you for listening to the Scott Sportscast and this episode of the, the Squared Circle Podcast. Thank you. Have a great night.